Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, yo, say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there. And I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going in raw. Hey, friend L. Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Hey, be sure to hit, uh, if you're listening to in the audio realm, uh, hit that subscribe button. And then make sure you leave us a rating, review, or a comment. Makes us feel good, but mm-hmm. it also helps the show grow. Yeah. But we're here to talk about some news, Larson. What's the news? First in the news, uh, Matt Hardy upload a new episode of Thoughts from the Throne at midnight, uh, yeah. 12.01 yeah. this morning, where he uh, divulged his current status, current status yeah. on the market, oh. uh, transcripts of uh, salient quotes here, courtesy of Cage Side Seats. He says, quote, as of this time, I decided to let my contract with WWE expire. Yes. I'm going to be a free agent. And that's not saying I'm not going to return to WWE. I did not want to leave WWE. I love WWE. Who doesn't? WWE is, <laughs> WWE is my home. Uh, John Moxley. WWE has treated me great as an employee for the last three years. They've been great to me. They've been great to my family. They've been great to my kids. I have nothing but great things to say about WWE and other people who work there. He says, I don't want to leave WWE because it's my home. The reason I needed to leave WWE is because when it comes to my creative stance and my creative outlook on myself and my career and how I want to go for these last three or four years uh, and that I have to spend as an active in-ring competitor, I just think myself and WWE are on different pages. Yeah, he says, and the last three or four years that I have uh, as an in-ring competitor is really important to me to cement my legacy, and I want to enter a creative renaissance. Creative, creative renaissance? Gee, it was Monday. I am not obviously 25 or 35 years old. I am 45 years old, and I have to be utilized in a certain way, but I still know in my heart, I know I have so much to offer this business. I have so much entertainment left inside this vessel, and I have so much I want to give to each and every one of you. I want to enter a creative renaissance, and I want to have nonstop input on my creative process, and I think that's where WWE and I are on separate pages. But I think right now I need to weigh all my options. I need to see what's what all's out there, and I need to see what's going to be the perfect environment for Matt Hardy to maximize these next few years of my career, and really give me a creative canvas to paint my masterpiece because that is what I want to do right now. He also mentioned that he would be uh, watching 
he just listed off all the wrestling shows save uh, for he didn't say he'd be watching New Japan. He said all the all the North American stuff. He said he'd be watching uh, uh, Raw on Monday, being the elite on Monday as well. He said he'd be watching on Tuesday and he's sort of keeping ear open. It's like, OK, these are all the places that he seems to be open to working for. Uh, he did mention watching uh, Impact mm-hmm. on Tuesday, along with AEW Dark and NWA. Uh, and then he mentioned, of course, uh, uh, Dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, and then he mentioned uh, NXT. Uh, did he mention NXT? I don't know. I mean, he mentioned Raw. So I mean, I guess being a, being a free agent, he could theoretically resign with WWE. Uh, yeah. So he mentioned all the big names uh, that are currently available in the North American market, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool, man. I'd love to see him show up in. Uh, and I wish, I hope that he does something like a little tour of places first. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. a little sampler, if you will. We see yeah. him in the NWA. That'd be fun. We see him uh, back to Impact. Sure, back to Impact. One night only. He's also. Uh, they, they did their throwback show already, right? Did they? I don't remember. Is that Mania Weekend? Uh, that's I think that's that's Mania Weekend. Oh, yeah, right. that's they did their right. own version of like a South. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was talking about when they just kind of they're rebranding stuff back to TNA for that one show. What's that thing called? The WWE Throwback. Southpaw. That's coming Southpaw. back too. Thank you. Yeah, they, there was like a real like a relatively high production yeah, value great with uh, with uh, Johnny, Johnny Curtis. Yeah. Yeah, that looked great. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. See, you know what I the, the thing that I thought and this is bad to like bring it to a negative, of course. But when I saw that, I was like, they could be doing stuff this good the entire time. Don't they have the resources, the the creative energy they've got? They're so set in their ways, but and instead they've got produced one old guy running SmackDown, one old guy running well, Raw's pretty good these days. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, and then of course, I don't know if this is coordination or if they're just doing this. But around the same time, like uh, AEW. Oh, that graphic? Yeah. There is a graphic. So, of course, Matt is kind of like one of the leading contenders, if not top contender to be exalted one. Sure. AEW had a graphic late yesterday, about 12 hours ago or 13 hours ago, which read, the exalted one is near. But if you look closer, there's some little tiny text hidden along the side of of the first letters. And it says, Matt Taven to AEW. Sitting in a dead tree. What is wood made out of? Uh, well, what are trees made out of? Trees are made out of wood. <laughs> what are chairs made out of? What are chairs wood. made out of? Well, you just said, what is wood made out oh, of, I man? I say chair, sorry. I don't, the, I don't know the chemical breakdown of wood. It's probably a carbon-based, <laughs> it's a carbon-based compound, I'm sure. Sure. Um, no, I meant to say, what is, a, what is, a, what is, a, what is a, uh, chairs made out of? Generally speaking, they can be made out of wood, yes. Well, specifically, the chair that Matt Hardy was sitting in during this particular episode of Thoughts <laughs> from the Throne. That was, that was a throne, man. Uh, yeah, it looked like it was made out of wood. Wood, yes. Maybe an oak. And of course, he's been uh, rolling around in a wooden wheelchair sure. and free the delete. Yeah. Sitting, what is it? Sitting in a dead tree. Yeah. Could very well be Matt Hardy. Yeah, could be. Could be. He also announced uh, the, uh, that Zenith, the deity living within Broken Matt Hardy, had expired. So uh, today is a day of mourning for Zenith. Mm. And then tomorrow he's going to start his free the delete finale thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, R.I.P. Zenith. Yeah. Also James Lipton from inside the actor's yeah. studio. That's about 93 years old. I'll that was be, something else, man. I'll be very happy if I lived yeah, in 93. Man. Maybe I'll be able to upload my consciousness to the cloud if I lived in 93. Don't get your hopes up. All right. Uh, you know who shouldn't get their hopes up? That that tattoo is going to be going away anytime soon on Cody's neck. Cody, Cody, Brandy, Cody. who seems oh, to not yeah. like it very yeah, much. Yeah, but first, uh, so we were all wondering... What exactly Cody was thinking when he got that giant tattoo of the Nightmare Family logo on his neck? Had he just seen like uh, the entire run of Sons of Anarchy or Maybe. something? 
but thanks to the uh, power of Instagram, he told everybody that message. Did Broken why. Matt Hardy write these notes right here? <laughs> How stylized they oh, are! This is just copy and paste like from various normal font, and then it goes down to like seven font, and yeah, then man. up to thirteen font. Both. That's just copy and pasting from various places and not uh, uh, making everything the same. This is what Cody had to say about his neck tattoo. Quote: It was very simple. I wear a lot of brands. I wanted to make sure mine was one of them, and I wasn't hiding it. More details tomorrow on Road to Denver. I guess all I things definitely considered, wasn't hiding it. He could have got it out of his face. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah that would have been like more. skull over. Don't touch your face, everybody. Don't touch your face. Yeah, there's a lot of nasty stuff going around that right now. But he could have gotten the nightmare fan and like the little wings thing coming out here. Mm-hmm. So uh, he could have, that could have been a bit more. But beyond barring that, this is the next it's best It's pretty much the most pronounced place he could get it. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and as you mentioned earlier, it doesn't seem like Brandy's a fan of it. This is no. what she said in the post-revolution media scrum. Steve, you want to take this one? Sure. She says, I'm the one person that doesn't like the neck tattoo. You're not All the one. contraire, Brandy. You're not, the, one. You're not the only one, Brandy. You're not the only one. She says, I don't like it. I've said it. Gee whiz. I sound like there's a chicken in the vestibule downstairs. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> where's going in rock? Sorry, I don't like it. I know a lot of wives like to be really hands-on. My husband makes his own decisions. He's allowed to make his own decisions. So if I decided to do something crazy, he can just let me make my own decisions. Something tells me Brandy, uh, she, she's a smart gal. I don't think she would ever do something as asinine as that giant real neck tattoo <laughs> of, let's face it, a fairly underwhelming logo. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What if he had done it back here on the back of his neck? That's better. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. Because... You can't see that. No. Right? You're looking no. at me. You can't see it. Uh-uh. When I walk away, I, I'm an a-hole. But when I'm, I'm going to apply for a loan at a bank, hey, I need a million dollars for this nightmare factory and they thing say, of mine. And they say no. And they're like, darn it, should have won a scarf and or turtleneck. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I would have been approved. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, that's fun. Uh, yeah. Someone who might be approved to move directly to SmackDown, Killer Cross. Uh, this is from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Of course, we didn't cover the newsletter uh, last week because we already shot everything by the time uh, I think it came out. Yeah. Anyway, this is what uh, uh, Wrestling Observer himself, Dave Meltzer, had to say about uh, a huge debut maybe on SmackDown. Quote, there will be a significant debut on SmackDown, which was teased on the show this week with Static and a symbol. It's Mustafa Ali's light thing. Uh, the best bet seems to be Killer Cross, only because of the word cross was going to be fast track as compared to most signings. And because of the war with AEW, they are not as apt to move key people that have been established on NXT TV. Am I wrong in thinking that the the, the circle of lights thing is the same exact circle of lights Mustafa Ali has on his hand, more or less? No, I think you're probably right about that. There's repackaging uh, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. Ali. That's the safe bet. And then all the stuff on all the stuff on NXT with the clock and the Doomsday stuff. Oh, I never did go back to look at that. Matches up with all the stuff that Killer Cross is posting on Twitter. Okay, let me ask you this real quick. This is a really stupid, nerdy thing, but... The number of lights, have you actually counted the ones no, on Mustafa Ali no. Singh's versus the thing on no, the SmackDown? Okay. I have not. I mean, I'm not saying that's like, I don't know. I, I feel like that would give us a definitive answer. Perhaps. But I don't know, maybe not. Uh, yeah, this, so, uh, you know, Dave, Dave, this doesn't seem to be like Dave's people are telling him this. This is, he's saying it's a safe bet because we had heard that he was going to be yeah. offered a main roster spot. I hope it, I hope it is Killer Cross on SmackDown just because, I think that'd be a good little shakeup for SmackDown right there. Uh, and then let's not forget that, like, Scarlett Bordeaux, she, I don't know, I think she has the potential to be a bigger star than Killer Cross does. Well, at least on I think, Yeah, totally. Oh, so it's just a circle of light, see? Oh, uh, I thought, man, that's crazy. I thought it was a whole thing. 
Yeah. All right. I mean, well, it's still pretty damn impressive nonetheless. It looks cool regardless. Anyways, it's a circle of light, and we see circle of light is think Mustafa Ali. I just don't know where the envelope comes special, from. No, the envelope hasn't been on. wasn't on this week. There was no envelope. Yeah, but the week prior there was an envelope. Yeah, no, I don't get that either. I don't know. But why would Killer Cross, like, is Killer Cross a mailman now? Bruce Pritchard's like, listen, there's this thing called AOL. <laughs> it's captured the zeitgeist. Uh, anyways, you know who thinks WWE hasn't captured the zeitgeist is CM Punk. Uh, old Phil Brooks was on Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. A lot of names there in one show, in the title of a show. So Kevin in the Morning, but then Allie and Jensen are there. Yeah. Is Kevin there too? Anyways. What's Kevin in the Morning? Uh, he's there to promote his upcoming horror movie. Hey, what's, that, what's that show called where all the characters were in the, the dude's head? Something's head? Oh, Howard's head? Herman's head. Herman's head? I think it's Herman's Maybe head. Maybe it's like that. It's, it's, the show takes place in Kevin's head and the host Lisa, is like yeah, Kevin's head okay. or, or Allie and Jensen. Is Lisa Simpson one of them? Because she was in Herman's head. And, uh, Hank Azaria was in too, yeah. Anyways, uh, so he has a, is this another upcoming no, horror it's a movie? Girl on the third floor, same one. Oh, is it like a digital release or something? I don't know what it is. Netflix or something? I don't know. Anyways, he was asked his thoughts on the current wrestling landscape and said the following before probably saying, Get off my lawn. That's a good joke there, man. Thank you. Transcripts from Wrestling Inc. here. Old Phil says, It's wild. There's a lot of it. There's so much wrestling. So I'm like the old grizzled hitting coach that a new baseball team hires, and I come in like, Oh, man. These guys don't even know how to swing a bat. What are they doing? You don't need batting gloves and the elbow guard. Come on. Let's get back to basics. What are you all doing? I understand. It's not for me. It's not my generation. It's a completely different game. There's good and there's bad. Who is he throwing shade at here? I don't really think he's throwing shade at anybody. I think he's saying he's, he's displaced from the current uh, 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 generation of wrestlers and wrestling as we know it. Man, just come back and show him how it's done then, Phil. I want to see him wrestle again. I think it'd be great. Uh, here's my thing. I mean, he's sort of making the point here, though. It's like there's a ton of like different wrestling things out there. Uh, so, like, I don't know. I think there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. A, a wide variety. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> also... Uh, our good friendos over at Cultaholic, yeah, specifically Ross, had a, dropped a new Straight to Hell this weekend with uh, Nick Aldis. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but you you told me a little bit about it. So uh, I uh, I didn't watch the entire. I didn't watch. I didn't watch it. I heard and read about different clips from it, and uh, man, it was like it was like Festivus for him. Yeah, he had a what was it? The uh... airing of grievances. <laughs> yeah, specifically. Hold on a second. Let's see if I can find this one. Uh, specifically, he said that he was tired. Cultaholic, here we go. There's, there's Cultaholic. What, the, the Japanese wrestling bit? Yeah. Did he use the word f- fetishizing or something yes, like that? Yes, he said that current wrestling fans fetishize Japanese wrestling. He says, I've wrestled over there, and I'm looking for this stupid thing, because Cultaholic, is this, that's not... That's their new logo. Is that their? They have a new logo. Yeah. What the heck, man? When did that happen? This morning. Oh my gosh. How was that not our top story? Called Holly changed our logo. Wow. Wonder why they did that. Anyways, uh, here's what he had to say. Uh, let's see here. Uh, nope. That's it. What the hell? Oh, that's that's not the article. That's not here. the one you're looking for. Because they the had article. Had, oh, here for. we go. Here we go. I got it. All right. Here it is. News brief. There we go. He says, uh, I'm just so over. Oh, here we go. I really want to qualify this point before I make it because I know that the clickbaiters 
are going to pick this up and turn into something it's not, but it totally is. But I need the Western wrestling's obsession with Japanese wrestling to just calm down a little bit. I've wrestled in Japan, and I love going to Japan, but I'll be honest with you. I don't love wrestling in Japan because it hurts. It's really physically taxing, and I don't get the same adrenaline rush from it because the audience don't react. It's like I'm killing myself, and it's light clapping. What I mean by this, I understand and respect that they have their own thing, and there are some guys who are phenomenal, and there are some who are some of the best ever. Legends. But it works for their culture. It works for that audience. And I'm just so over this snobby sort of misconception that has sort of bled into the overall lexicon of modern wrestling that somehow if it's Japanese, it's better. Like, this is how they do it in Japan. What I'm talking is a sort of almost fetishizing of anything that's Japanese, and somehow that makes it better. The ironic thing is you're working the audience because most of them have never been to Japan. They've never been in a Japanese audience. They're not Japanese. They've just been co-opted to believe, oh, it's Japanese. It must be better. It's better. I better agree or everyone else will think I'm stupid or everyone will think I'm not elevated enough as a wrestling fan. I'm not knowledgeable enough. It's this sort of weird, snobby sort of culture that exists now. Sounds like he has more of a problem with like, I don't know, the general culture of fandom in general. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm sorry I mean, they're not putting on seven-minute NWA matches. Nick Aldis. But the wrestling in Japan is really good. It is good. It is really good. I think a lot of fans uh, uh, take it for, for what it is, which is really good wrestling. It's really good wrestling. And don't uh, uh, prescribe the attitude that since it's from Japan, that it must be good. It's not like those days back in the early 90s when a band was getting their record released and it was from Seattle, and record labels would put from Seattle yeah. on the CD cover yeah. so people would buy it. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. I don't think that's a thing with the, the rise in popularity of New Japan, for example. People yeah. are starting to watch New Japan because they're realizing it's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. And here's the thing. It's not as if... if there, I, I think that if there was a fetishization, if you will, of Japanese wrestling... You'd see much more prominent. You'd see things like Noah and All Japan really blowing up Dragon here Gate, too. Yeah. Dragon Gate, and you just you don't see that. New Japan is something special. They have a wonderful development program yep. called the Young Lions and uh, wow. their dojo and all that stuff. So I think I, I don't know. I think their thing has just been developing really really good wrestlers and mm-hmm. wrestling. They have their excursion process mm-hmm. they go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean I don't know, man. I think it shows. I, I know as a fan, like if I turn on a New Japan show, chances are I'm going to get some really spectacular wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Grumpy old man at the age of 33. There, Nick Aldis. Yeah, no. Anyway. Uh, let's do. Uh, let's be grumpy maybe for a second and do our Raw preview. Although we're usually not that grumpy about Raw. We, we reserve that for SmackDown. Raw's like my like Raw's. I don't know. It's either my first or second favorite thing these days, depending on what AEW. Oh, AEW's number one in my heart always. Uh, first entry here: uh, Riddick Moss to defend the 24/7 title this Monday on Raw. Are they ditching the 24/7 rules about for the 24/7 title? We'll find out tonight on the Raw. Aspect that makes it interesting. Now, this should be good. I should be excited about this. Shayna Baszler this, and Asuka. This ain't going to have a finish. I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. Collide six nights ahead of WWE Elimination Chamber. Nor should it. Nor should it. It shouldn't have I a mean, finish. It really should. Becky would be out there. Maybe Natalia. Uh, they'll set up Asuka and Kyrie versus Natalia and Beth Phoenix. They get, 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 get everybody in that chamber match. Get them all out there yeah, for a big scrum. Huge scrum, exactly. Uh, Seth, that should, by the way, that should main event. It also. should. Seth and Murphy put uh, Rock Tag Team titles in line against Street Profits. They're calling this a now or never match, but didn't say what that meant. Is it a situation where if Street Profits don't win, they get they don't get another shot at Seth and Buddy? Oh, it wasn't explained. Man, something tells me they're going to lose these titles to the Street Profits tonight. That might actually happen. It might happen. Next. 
Beth Phoenix to return to Raw with an update on Edge's recovery. That's going to open the show. She'll get an RKO mm-hmm. and maybe a concerto. <laughs> Although that might be stepping over the line. Yeah, I think that's stepping that's over the line. That's probably stepping RKO, over the line. I'd be surprised if an RKO is not involved, though. Yeah. Uh, U.S. champ Andrade and Angel Garza versus Rey Mysterio and Humberto Carrillo. Uh, AJ versus Alistair. Oh, that man. probably won't have a finish. Yeah. And then uh, Brock's going to be there, too. Cool. Good for him. Awesome. Well, it sounds like it should be a good smash. Should good be a role. fun show. Yeah, sure. Why not? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now... All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. All right, man, you want to answer some questions? Yeah, let's do that. First, JC Ramirez, with Tampa Bay having its first case, do you think WWE would be forced to cancel WrestleMania because of uh, COVID-19? So let's talk about that. Well, no, actually, okay, so hold on. On Overrun, we are going to talk about, on Friendo Club TV today, available to patrons. Yeah. We're going to talk about what exact situation. I don't know. We can just answer it here, I guess. Yeah, let's just answer it here since since we've been asked. Yeah, we've been asked. Um, Stephanie talked about it. She said something along the lines of uh, the health and safety of our fans and talent is the utmost importance, and essentially we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, if I remember correctly. Um, There's been apparently one confirmed case in the Tampa Bay area. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, as well as, you know, a smattering of confirmed cases around the country. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like the, the, the largest so far reported um, and confirmed kind of outbreak is up in the Kirkland, Washington area yeah, that I'm aware of. community there. They're old all nursing home, yeah. Goddamn. Um, so, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what point, you know, uh, communities would take to that kind of action, whether it be canceling school Canceling large scale events, 
I just don't know. We saw uh, in Japan, New Japan DDT Pro, and I think some other promotions canceling shows for the first half of March yeah. uh, in hopes of stop of you know not stopping the spread, but uh, uh, you know mitigating as best as possible. Yeah. Um, and I guess that should always be top priority is making sure the health and safety of your community is is intact and and not putting on a huge wrestling show. Yeah, okay, so that being said, there's no way they're canceling WrestleMania. It doesn't matter if the uh, fatality rate rises to 50%. Well, it's, it might it's, be. It's WWE. They're not going to cancel it. it. To a certain degree, I mean, if, if, if it's if it's of epidemic proportions. It would have to get cartoonish. It would ha- For the WWE to cancel WrestleMania, it would have to get to, like, you know, a freaking sci-fi original movie where, you know, zombie freaking virus bursts out. No, I understand. Out. It, would have to be, it would have to get really bad. It would have to get really bad. Like really overwhelmingly bad for them to cancel WrestleMania yeah. because WWE. I mean, it's Vince McMahon, you know. Oh, I know. But ah. you got to keep that option in your pocket because you don't want it to be in a situation. There where- should, if they're smart, they'll start planning for contingencies. Mm-hmm. But I don't know they're actually going to because I don't know it's what Vince con- McMahon. Contingencies there would be ah. short of like getting a barge. It's WrestleMania. This is bigger than coronavirus. Or get a barge and, and do it out in the Gulf of Mexico or something. Empty arena matches the entire affair. Maybe, maybe they'll uh, CG in the crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you uh, go. Patrick Sparks. Make it the crowd from the 2K series. There you go. Patrick Sparks, if Matt Hardy stays at WWE and is helping NXT in a producer role and a lot more creative control, what kind of crazy weird stuff would you like to see him implement given his history? Who, Matt Hardy? Yeah. Oh, pff, man. I mean, he's the exalted one. You know, dude... Have him just like bring back. He's a higher power now yeah. in NXT and there you poke go. fun at uh, AEW. Poke oh, fun that's at, good. At higher power with the exalted. You know, I mean, gimmick. here's the thing, dude. That this is the the, the crappiest thing about <coughs> WWE is that Matt Hardy would be the perfect person to run Raw. You know, yeah. he'd be the perfect part, the per- perfect person to run SmackDown. Um, you want minds like that mm-hmm. in 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 positions of power, in positions of creative power. Mm-hmm. Um, they bring f- something, you know, I still say one of the, one of the biggest blunders on their part was getting rid of Jimmy Jacobs, especially yeah, with how it was. And I know there was like more to it than just the picture. I understand that. Well, he sounded like he was ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but man, like, you need fresh new ideas, mm-hmm. not just, and that's what we see on SmackDown is the same old crap, and they're not doing anything new. No, not at all. And it's like at and least Heyman has always bore. been. Heyman has always been creatively. Um, he understands how to push the envelope a little mm-hmm. bit with wrestling, mm-hmm. but you still need like fresh ideas, new people coming in. Exactly. And, and Matt Hardy is the, the perfect person. Just hey. You know what? Here's your canvas. You take over the entire mid card or whatever. You know what I mean? You take over every, you know, these 10 guys revolving around the, the US title or whatever. Yeah. And then have him work his way up. I don't know. I, I find it I find it hard to believe that that he would turn something like that down, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, he's got 3 or 4 years left as an active competitor, but it's like, "Hey, Matt, what if we gave you the book on these 10 this division?" I know. You know, to groom the future. That'd be something else. I don't know. I think it'd be hard for him to turn that down. Uh, Patrick Sparks, now that people have seen what uh, how super over Orange Cassidy can do inside the ring, where does he go from here, and who would be best suited for a mini feud with him? Man, I don't know. 
I mean, seemingly, maybe we're going to get that six-man tag match. Uh, I guess that's a guarantee at this point. Yeah, with Lucha Brothers and uh, and Pack versus the best, best friends. friends in Orange Cassidy. Um, so I, uh, you know, okay, so we saw we saw what he could do. Uh, how athletic he can be, how fast he can be in the ring, and how fun he can be in the ring. Give him, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna launch that one, give him a Phoenix. You know, yeah. I want to see like a feud with those guys. They don't yeah, do anything really with the Lucha Brothers anyway. I know it's the bummer. They really need to do something with the Lucha Brothers. For they're sure. fantastic. Absolutely, they're fantastic. Uh, Wyatt Foth, uh, are neck tattoos a good idea? I'm personally not not that keen on 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 them. I would never get one. So for you and for me, for me, for me personally, it's a hard no. So for me personally, it's a. I've growing up, I always wanted to get like a full sleeve. I got this guy right here, but I've always wanted a full sleeve. And if I had gone that route, if I you know, if I went all in on that with this and this, then yeah, I I could have seen myself maybe doing that. But you got to start with all this first. You got to mm-hmm. get to that point. I think Alex C said in our mod chat, you got to sort of cover yourself first. And then this is like the last thing, really. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm actually the only thing I'm a hard no on with tattoos is the face tattoo. I can't stand the face tattoo, but uh, the neck is fine. Like I, I think for some people it looks cool, but you got to you got to start here first. Mm. You got to do more first. Like the Undertaker, when the Undertaker had the neck tattoo stuff, I thought it looked pretty cool. Like, didn't he have like Sarah right here? Yeah. I think he had some other stuff that's poking up. Yeah. I think it looks cool for some people. Cody looks like just his his appearance. Forget about the charisma. Forget about the great wrestling and the storytelling and business acumen. He looks like a normal vanilla dude. You know what I mean? With nothing else going on, you don't start right here. No. You don't start here. Minion asks, are you guys keeping YouTube channel members? Yeah. Are right. what? You're keeping YouTube channel members. Yeah. Why do you ask, Minion? Is, they, is there some news about YouTube channel, channel memberships? Are we keeping YouTube channel? What are they doing now? Yeah, we're keeping YouTube channel members. What does that mean? What are you talking about? I don't know what that Liberty means. Liberty Bibbity. That's what it... I don't know what he's I, talking I about. I hope it is just Liberty Bibbity. Please expand. Uh, Nathaniel J., why is NWA a better fit for Matt Hardy over AEW? Uh, I don't see it that way. AEW does. They, I mean, they they they're they seemingly are open to many things. They have a production budget. Um, YouTube channel where still get access for no club TV. Uh, okay, streams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, apart from Matt Hardy, maybe having a, a relationship with Billy Corgan, given their time together in TNA. Mm-hmm, sure. I don't really know. Like I, I would assume Billy Corgan would afford Matt the opportunity to kind of do what he wants. So, but they haven't really established in their universe any sort of supernatural type stuff in the NWA per se. Uh, does the question mark get close to that aspect of things? I mean, yeah. I, I think that could be fun, like Matt Hardy versus the question mark. I think yeah. that could be fun. But beyond that, I think it'd look. I think it'd be neat to see that. And I think that if Matt Hardy wanted to like try to, you know, uh, rise some tides, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, absolutely. Showing up, and I think that'd be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, as a long-term prospect, I'd say no. Have him do a cup of coffee there. Hop over to AEW, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I think you can do that now, and I think that's totally. a lot of fun. Uh, Wrestling Graham, does kayfabe exist in kayfabe? Also, oh, wow. uh, in what ways did Steve peak in 1998? I believe the uh, show last week you said you believe you peaked in 1998. Oh, yeah, just like Goldberg. Uh, so the first question though, what was that? Uh, does, does kayfabe, kayfabe exist in kayfabe? 
my initial answer is kind of yes. Yeah, I think because what we see presented on TV is kayfabe, Mm -hmm. and sometimes they'll break kayfabe. But there have been times when isn't breaking kayfabe on TV basically acknowledging that there is kayfabe in kayfabe? Kind of because okay, so for example, CM Punk, his pipe bomb was Mm -hmm. a work. Mm -hmm. Uh, He broke kayfabe, so there is a kayfabe to break on TV. Yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't actually breaking kayfabe. No, he was breaking kayfabe in within sense, kayfabe. Yeah, within within the confines of the show. So yes. the work shoot promo is basically establishing kayfabe within kayfabe. Yes. So how had it, so I actually didn't peak in that. That's a fallacy. I didn't peak in 1998. What year did you peak? I would say probably closer to 2001, 2002. All right. Because I moved out on my own in a really cool apartment in Hollywood. It was like that's what I call my Smash City era. Uh, so take that for what you will. I know exactly what you're trying to say with that. Uh, and it was just, it was, a, it was a great time, man. I used to, oh, it was, it was great. So 2001, 2002, I probably right. peaked there. Right. 1998, man, I don't know, man. 98 might have been a low point. I was living, I just moved to LA. You were sharing a room with Jeff. I was living with these two idiots. Yeah, it, it it was not great. I didn't even know how to load a dishwasher properly. I can, I can in confirm 1998, that. I man. Confirm that. But you know, I got savvy pretty quick by 2001. <laughs> it only it, took three years. It was Smash City. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, casual. Should AEW bring in a TV title or something similar? The diamond uh, dynamite ring just doesn't work for me personally. The diamond ring or the dynamite ring, sorry, is only really going to be uh, uh, relevant so long as MJF and Cody are feuding. Uh, I disagree. I think they can find uh, new and better things to do with the dynamite ring. Uh, that being said, I do not want it to be used as a title and people fighting over that yeah. in division. Yeah. I think one di- dynamite di- doesn't match <clears throat> a year uh, to decide who gets the ring. And it shouldn't be like who takes the ring from MJF. It's like somebody else gets the ring. There's a new ring. That's going to get expensive. Uh, Real Jamie, will Matt Hardy actually solidify Dark Order? Or do you see them shifting them into a more uh, delete-oriented faction. Well, he said that Zenith, Matt Hardy said Zenith, is passing away or passing on, yes? So Zenith is the thing that drove broken Matt Hardy, but then, yeah, and that's passing away. He wants to do something new, but then he also said that the idea of doing a next phase of broken Matt Hardy is on the table. I honestly think that he was, it seems, seemingly the timeline seems to be he was waiting to see if WWE was going to give him creatively what he wanted. Uh, his contract came and went, yeah. and they didn't. Yeah, and he <clears throat> now is open to what he's going to do. I don't. I don't think that he has necessarily decided on what he is going to do up to the contract. And he might have been talking with people. Yeah, um, I as mean, much I'm, as he could without getting tampering area. I'm sure that he probably had a text conversation going on with the Jacksons. That would not surprise me not at surprise all. Surprise me either. Uh, Dalton, what's the worst gimmick in wrestling today? Mm, Baron King Corbin Yeah King Corbin You know what I'm really souring On the character Of Damian Priest I like Punishment Martinez I think he's good Yeah But he's A, a, a womanizer uh, He seems pretty Self-entitled um, it's still unclear what exactly uh, the Archer infamy means Oh yeah um, But it can get into Some really kind of Not good territory well, he says that he owns people. Yeah, that's another That's aspect. That's bad. Super problematic. That's bad. That's super problematic. So uh, there's a lot of problems with the uh, the current version of Damien Priest. They should have just made him a vampire. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's any number. I, I think really they just needed some focus, and sex trafficker probably isn't the focus you want to. No, you want to zoom in on. No, to be honest with you. No. Yeah, I kind of feel you with that. And then on top of that, he attacks a guy who already lost the North American title match to prove that he wants the North American title. That didn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, Chico L. Luchador's number one fan. Has there been a wrestler who has had the ball dropped by creative more times than Bray Wyatt in wrestling? Uh, it might be people who have on had a creative drop more, maybe, but on such a large stage, I don't know. On a bigger scale, Roman Reigns, a hundred. I, I think oh, yeah. Roman Reigns like has been the biggest blunder in the history of modern WWE. I think that it was for a time uh, heel Austin mm-hmm. as their biggest blunder because everything went downhill after that for them, like ratings wise. People just tuned out. Yeah. I think that Roman Reigns has has taken the top spot at this point. Could have, yeah. Tim Moore, so are there any Matt Chat questions that you haven't been able to air for whatever reasons? And if there are, could you go uh, do a Patreon-exclusive compilation of them? There's been some where like, audio's been bad. Yeah. Best people to redo them. Um, there's been times where some, some people, some have been submitted and we're like, hmm, whether it's the nature of the question or, or how it was photographed, didn't necessarily think it fit in with the show, and we'd ask them to redo it. Yeah. But no, there isn't. There is not. There isn't some sort of like too hot for TV. No questions for for match at. I think maybe two or three times. Maybe I don't even know if we've done that. If if we said if like the the subject material, I can think of one time. Okay, all right, yeah. Well, the subject material is like mm, we don't really want to talk about that. Okay, all right, yeah. I don't remember specifically, but I know I'm pretty sure there was a time. So yeah. yeah. Uh, Blake Elizondo, let's say Vince watched the AEW tag team match. Do you think he would get it? If challenged, do you think he would know how to tell that type of story? Role play Vince calling you up for help understanding, implementing the story of the match. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. There's a lot going on there. Do yeah. You think, yeah. I, I think. I mean. I think it's a. It's a pretty simple story being told. Uh, yeah. I mean. I, especially if you've kind of followed AEW television, at least. Yeah. It's a pretty straightforward story. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know if Vince. I. I don't. I don't believe that Vince today would understand how to implement it to the degree that AEW was. No, able obviously to not. And I think it, it is a different approach to storytelling because uh, there was a, a comment in our, our YouTube recap of of uh, uh, Revolution where someone was saying, uh, you know, asking, "Hey, explain to me how this is good storytelling?" Because I see a bunch of people doing a bunch of moves and not selling. And it's not. It's. I'm not going to say they don't tell a story in the same fashion that uh, you would expect in traditional wrestling, where you know, in the most basic of terms, 
uh, someone walks in the match with a strategy, they implement that strategy, whether it's working a limb, whatever, and either that strategy yields victory or not. In terms of, of how the story of a match is told in the most basic of senses in pro wrestling, that's kind of it. Um, this had that, but more than that, it was about the interpersonal dynamics between all four people in the ring. Mm-hmm. And the you do see that in other places. It's not exclusive to AEW. We've seen that in New Japan a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we've probably seen it in WWE too. Yeah, I mean, it, it, NXT did it really well yeah. at times. I mean, the whole Ciampa Gargano feud is all about the interpersonal dynamic between the two of them. Yeah. yeah, they have fights and yeah, there's stories being told in the matches that may be kind of an old school sense where you work an arm and you work in the army that leads you to victory or, or, or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the it's the interpersonal stuff, something, stories that, that, that are pro wrestling matches. But you could take that story in that match and transfer it to other forms of media. I kind of find the most interesting because yeah. it seems to have a lot more depth in it than these two teams were having a tag team match and someone worked a leg better than the other team and got the win. Mm-hmm. There's more depth to it, I feel like. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, Blake, again, Vince calls up all NXT champions after Mania. How does he repackage all of them? Oh, man. All right. So, North American champion Keith Lee. Um, given the success of Keith Lee, that's another thing CM Punk said. Yeah. He said, man, Keith Lee was, like, hot at Survivor Series. He was, like, the thing that everybody's buzzing about. Where is he now? Which I is, know. like, a perfect question. Is. Which is a it great is. question. It is. It really it's is. so silly. So, uh, so, he's limitless. So, we may eventually just call him Keith Lee Unlimited. So, he'd, like, he would be, like, oh, limitless. Yeah, like, uh. Uh, unlimited buffet. Yeah. So Keith Lee would be like a, he'd be a, a, one of them food competition guys. Okay. Speed eating guy. Competitive eater. Yeah. All right. And it'd be terrible. It would be awful. Uh, Adam Cole, he'd be Michael Cole's son. Yeah. And a fitness trainer. Yeah. Um, uh, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Well, he seems to like Rhea. So Rhea would just be like, you know, and then, uh, Broser weights. He doesn't like Matt Riddle. So man, he would be, he would be buried. They would literally be dubbed Brizango 2.0. Probably. Yeah. Brozango. Brozango. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. 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 Awful. Terrible. Wow. Uh, Adrian, how do you book the inner circle for the next few months, and how do you keep them strong? They kick Jericho out. MJF in. New leader, yep. MJF is their leader. They got war games coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, I think MJF is sort of like the strongest, obviously the strongest He's sort of next in line to Jericho. They even did the Spider-Man meme thing kind yeah. of in yeah, a promo yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. months back. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's one possibility. I don't know if I like the idea or not. I don't know if it seems too obvious or if he would conflict with the other guys. I'm not sure what happened to Wardlow in that case. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It's sort of the top of my head. Uh, Mr. Forbesy, who will end up being a better cult leader, Seth Rollins or whoever the exalted one ends up being? Depends who the, the exalted one ends up being. Say it's Matt Hardy. Okay, so define success, like Seth Rollins. No, it's not success. Better. Well, yeah, if you're better, you get more success. Uh, I mean, it could be who's who's who 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 portrays that role better. Not necessarily. What's the question? Who will end up being a better cult leader? Yeah, so that's a more successful cult. All right, fine. I mean, right now the Dark Order's number is already vastly larger than Seth's little thing he's got going. Does quantity equal quality? Well, if you're a cult and your idea is to uh, amass more members, then I would say yes. How much? So far, apart from a referee, Seth has had trouble convincing anybody else in the Raw locker room that it's worth joining his effort. Whereas apparently, Dark Order, they had a bunch of people. Then they added uh, uh, Reynolds with Silver. 
Okay, so and maybe uh, now Matt Hardy is going to be exalted one. I'm not advocating either side. I'm just saying, like, which cult would you prefer to have? Like a ton of lumps, or be the tag team champions with some quality names? I don't know. I'm kind of thinking that like I'd rather be like a skull and bones type society where I have future senators and presidents in my squad as opposed to like you know uh, uh, what is it called J- Jonestown? Yeah, where it's a bunch of like normal people. Well, here's the thing too is. Uh, Depending on the nature of the of the cult leader's ego, mm-hmm. what would satisfy ego more? Numbers, you know, just like more people sure. under that person's spell, maybe or prestige. But here's the thing: is like Seth, he seems like he wants to. It's it's a you're with me or against me phase currently, and he's not succeeding terribly in building his ranks. No, no. Okay, fair enough. No. So, whereas Dark Order, here's the thing: has and here's the thing: the Exalted One, he hasn't even had to show his face yet. I know, and he's already built his ranks. Imagine if it is someone of the magnitude of, magnitude of Matt Hardy. Yeah. So, I don't know. It kind of depends on what you're going for. Kind of depends exactly. on what you're going for. Exactly. Uh, Church Jackson, uh, in a serious question, are people who dislike Orange Cassidy people that take themselves too seriously? No. Um, they might just take maybe uh, the idea of pro wrestling They just seriously. like something different in wrestling than yeah. what Orange Cassidy is. And that's fine. Them. Nothing wrong with that. Alex Rodriguez, is Roman Reigns Goldberg's last match in WWE? Uh, uh, never say never on that one. Yeah, never say never. He is in phenomenal shape, you know, visually speaking. Yeah. Obviously, he gets gassed after walking three feet. But, yeah, uh, you know, as long as you look good in the WWE, and sometimes you don't even have to look good. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you got a name, if you got a name, they'll wheel you out. They will wheel you out. Anyways, uh, so is that it? Uh, that's all the questions we have. Let's yeah. check chat here real quick. See Fair if anybody's enough. got anything to say. Uh, uh, Enforcer says titles count, so Seth is leading. Similarly, uh, Gabriel says agreed. Better to have names in the faction than a bunch of nobodies. Uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's a strong case to be made there. Uh, nothing else here in chat. So for uh, YouTube channel members and for uh, all patrons, uh, today we got overrun coming up. Yeah, uh, for those watching live. We're going to eat lunch first. Correct. And then we're going to come back with that. And uh, so, yeah, keep an eye out for that on the Patreon wall and on the YouTube community tab. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.